This is a Dragon Blazer production. Help me. I'm being held hostage in a basement. And I'm being forced to do these podcasts with my father who needs a breath mint. Hey! Of movies of too much sentiment. And I'm hosting juvenile jurisdictions of judgment. Like right now, for example, the Hadians need to come to America. But some people are all, what about the strain on our resources? And it's like when I had this garden party for my father's birthday, right? People came that like did not RSVP. So I was like totally bugging. I had to haul ass to the kitchen, squish in extra place settings, and like people were on mismatched chairs and all. But by the end of the day, it was like the more the merrier. And so if the government could just get to the kitchen, rearrange some things, we could certainly party with the Hadians. Wow. You guys talk like grown-ups. Oh, well, this is a really good school. Mr. Hall was way harsh. He gave me a C minus. <laughs> well, he gave me a C, which drags down my entire average. Hello? There was a stop sign. I totally paused. You tried driving in platforms. Oh, should I write them a note? <gasps> Ew! Get off of me! Ugh, as if. Cher's got attitude about high school boys. It's a personal choice everyone has got to make for themselves. Cher is saving herself for Luke Perry. Cher, you're a virgin? I mean, I'm not prude. I'm just highly selective. I mean, you see how picky I am about my shoes, and they only go on my feet. Nice stems. Thanks. What the hell is that? A dress. Says who? Calvin Klein. I'm gonna be a supermodel. What are you doing? Yo, you're getting on the freeway! Get on the street, where balls fly at my nose. Well, there goes your social life. I'm gonna be a supermodel. Hello, welcome to Juvenile Jurisdiction of Judgment, a kids' movie review podcast. All right, so to start off this episode... We're going to do something a little different. I, at the beginning of the podcast, am going to ask my son Xavier what he thinks the movie we're about to watch is about. So, today's movie we're watching is Clueless, starring Alicia Silverstein. So, have you watched any trailers of Clueless, Xavier? Nope, I'm completely clueless of the entire subject. I have no idea what the movie is. All right. Based on the name, what do you think this movie's going to be about? 
Um, I don't know. I'm completely clueless about it. You want to give me some kind of guess instead of telling me jokes? Um, are people clueless? You know what? That's a pretty... That's very possible. Oh, spoilers! Okay, no, okay. Oh, I don't, I don't mean to spoil it. I, I'm so sorry, son. I'm trying to be clueless. You are clueless. Oh All yeah, clueless. Oh man, I am. So, hey, hey. So, any more guesses? Um, never heard of the movie Clueless or anything? Nope. Maybe there's a smart person in somewhere that's not Clueless. Alright. Clueless is a movie that came out in July 19th, 1995. It stars Alicia Silverstone as Cher, Stacey Dash as Diane, Brittany Murphy as Ty, and Paul Rudd as Josh. You can follow along watching Clueless with us on the platform Netflix. So go ahead and watch it and check out our review. All right, now we have officially watched the movie Clueless. So, Xavier. Yes. What are your thoughts on Clueless? Um, I think it's an interesting movie. It's literally a huge perspective on the life of a spoiled rich girl and how she Bill Murray's her life into awesome, disciplined somehow. (laughs) (laughs) And that's your thoughts on Clueless. It's girly. It's girly. Picked a girly one this time, huh? It's pretty clueless. It is. It's pretty clueless, yes. Alright. So, a couple questions I want to ask you. Alright, first off, when Cher talks about how her and her best friend Diane are named after famous singers that are now doing infomercials, did you know the famous singers they were named after? I've never heard a singer named Deanne, and I don't didn't even know that Cher was a name. I mean, it's probably not from, probably not an American name. I don't know. Well, Cher is named after the singer Cher, oh, who sang stuff like, uh, "Do you believe in love after love?" Have you ever heard that one? No, I did not. She also did a song with Sonny and Cher called "I Got You, Babe." Oh yeah, I know that one. Yeah, that one that one was a share song. Uh, she did Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves. Don't know that one either, do you? And Diane was named after Dion Warwick, hmm. who sings the song "Say a Little Prayer for You." Have you ever heard that song? Not at all. That's the main song I know from Diane Warwick. Dion. Dion Warwick. Alright, so my next question is was there any kind of technology or fashion or anything that you don't recognize because of your age? 
Oh boy. Existential crisis coming on. Okay. Any. Any technology? Uh, I didn't really notice anything, but, um. I mean, everyone's a jerk in the 90s, so. Uh, <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> So, no technology. You didn't recognize any technology. Nope. So, I wanted to ask you, was there any actors that you recognized from this movie? Seen them in anything else, anything like that? There were quite a few. Um, I didn't recognize the teacher guy um, from Groundhog Day. There's also another movie I've watched with him in it, but I don't remember the name of that or even what it was. Um... I don't remember where he was in, um, in, uh, Groundhog Day. Oh, wait, he was, like, the guy who, um, the guy was the guy who revealed and held the groundhog. Um, I think you might be confusing him with Bill Murray. No, Bill Murray was Phil Connors in that movie. The guy who revealed the... Thing. Oh, okay, maybe. He's been in a lot of stuff. His name is Wallace Shawn. Um, he was in... The biggest thing that you probably should recognize him for is when he said a thing called Inconceivable in The oh, Princess yeah. Bride. Princess Bride. Yep. He's also uh, in a lot of Pixar movies. Hmm. Like, he's the voice of the uh, T-Rex in Toy Story. Oh, <laughs> he's been in a lot of his voice is in almost every Pixar movie. Any other actors? Um. So the uh, it's also noticed that the um the kid I can't remember his name for some reason. Um. But he. He was the um, actor for John Arbuckle in the Garfield movies. Oh, yes. Breck and Myers. Um, His name was Travis in this movie. Um, He was was really big in the 90s. He was in a lot of teen 90s movies. And like you mentioned, John Arbuckle in Garfield. Yeah. Anything else? I don't remember anyone else. No, really, no. Well, there was a couple. Alicia Silverstone, obviously, is the big one, um, who played Cher, the main girl. Uh, she was Batgirl in the Batman and Robin uh, movie. I don't think I've actually watched that to the end awake. Oh, that movie is absolutely terrible, and we'll probably watch it. Nah, who cares? I watch terrible <laughs> movies. Uh, I watch anime, which is pretty terrible. <laughs> Then another big one, and probably the biggest star in this movie, was Josh, who was played by Paul Rudd. Does Did he look familiar to you? Not really. Kind of familiar. Right? Well, he was a lot younger in this movie. He is well known for Ant-Man. I don't really recognize that. Yeah, well, he was a lot younger in this movie. Um... And then Brittany Murphy was in this movie. She played Ty. And unfortunately, she died in 2009. 
Um, you probably wouldn't recognize her from too much. That's She's sad. That is sad. pretty great. All right. All right, we're going to bring in my other child and lovely co-host, Raina. Hi, Raina. How are you doing? I'm doing just fine. Just fine. Okay. Well, first we want to ask, how did you like this movie? I liked it a lot. When I first heard of it, I wasn't that interested. And then I saw the girl in the front, and I was like, well, maybe I might like this. So... I really, I was kind of excited to watch the movie. Xavier said it was a very girly movie. Would you agree with this it's assessment? Not, it's not not a girly movie. <laughs> a lot of the stuff about fashion and stuff, huh? Yeah. Sounds about right. Okay. Well, was there any kind of technology that you noticed or anything different that you're not used to because you grew up in a different timeline? Well, I saw their phones were like, of course, back then, their phones were more bulky because they, like, hadn't advanced them yet. Well, as someone who lived in the 90s, um, those were only, the only people that had those uh, cell phones were, um, well, rich people, because we were too poor to have anything like that. We had a, a landline in 95. Yeah, I figured that. I know back... Back then, it was really hard to get a hold of phones and TVs and stuff. But, of course, since the main character was really rich, or basically her dad was rich, of course she had one. Yes. And I also, um, the clothes that they wore, it was a definitely really different fashion than now. You're going to be my new fashion guru on this show. <laughs> so you noticed the fashion. What did you think about the fashion? It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad? I thought it was really cool. Do you think you could rock that fashion? I don't know. What was, who had your favorite outfit? Um, I think maybe Ty or... Ty. Ty or maybe Cher. I don't know. Did you have a favorite outfit by Cher? Um... The white dress that she wore with Christian. Ah. It was it was a pretty dress. It was a pretty dress. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, the last question I was going to ask you that I asked your brother, was there anybody from this movie that you recognized? Yeah. I recognized, like him, I recognized the, the teacher. Um, Wallace Shawn. Yeah. And I recognized him immediately from the press... Princess Bride, and then when Xavier said Groundhog Day, I remembered him as Ned, Ned, Nedder, no, who is, he was Ned, I know he was Ned, and he was like, hoo hoo hoo, that's a doozy, (laughs) when Phil Connors stepped in the puddle every single day. You know, I don't know if I've ever actually watched Groundhog Day all the way through. You should watch it, it's such a good movie, we own it. So we watch it pretty much every Groundhog Day. Oh, do you? Yeah. That sounds like a good tradition. Yep. All right. Anybody else you recognize? Um, yeah, I, I recognized... I forgot his name already. I recognize the tra- I recognize the Travis dude. Travis dude? Yeah. I rec- Breckenmeyer? Yeah, I recognized him from 
um, John from Garfield as Downer Buckle, and they recognized Ant-Man, Paul Rudd, immediately. Like, when he went up to talk about how he has got 38 tardies, I saw his face and I was like, oh, <laughs> I didn't know he was in this, but yeah, that was pretty cool. Well, one of the people that I really enjoyed seeing because I really like him on the show he's on is Donald Fiazon, and he is on the TV show Scrubs. He plays Murray. He plays uh, Diane's uh, boyfriend. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kind of a jerk in this movie a little mm-hmm. bit, but... Oh, I said... I said Paul Rudd was Travis. I meant to say Paul Rudd Oh, no, Paul Josh. Rudd is Josh. Yeah. yeah, he's Josh. He's... I recognized him pretty much immediately, I think. But I don't remember when, but... Gotcha, mm-hmm. gotcha, gotcha. All right, so what was your favorite scene of this movie? Mm, um, I don't know. You don't know what your favorite scene was? No, because I kind of just liked the movie overall. There wasn't a, there wasn't really specific scenes, but maybe. Maybe the one where Josh was doing his skateboard tricks. I don't know. Maybe that one. Okay, so you mean Josh, you mean uh, Travis, I believe his name was? Yeah, I keep mixing them up. John Arbuckle? Yeah. Okay. Um, what about your least favorite scene? Probably the one... Where, in the end, where Josh and Cher were kissing in the end at the wedding. You don't like that kissing? I think they added way too much detail. They kept it on way too long. (laughs) It should have stopped within the first few seconds, but they kept going. Okay, so this is a public service announcement from Raina that she does not want long kissing with a lot of mouth and tongue action. In her movies. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so least favorite scene is Cher and Josh kissing. Alright. Well, let's get Xavier back on. Alright, same question for you, Xavier. What was your favorite scene in this movie? My favorite scene would probably have to be the scene with the with uh, Diane. Diane like it, it was um the same scene with uh with Diane's Diane and her boyfriend and well um what and Miss what's her name Miss entitled rich girl um share yeah that name um all three basically all three of them discussing hey I think the guy you're hitting on is actually gay. <laughs> um, like seconds before they go to the freeway and go inches from dying about ten times in fifteen seconds. Okay, my my favorite scene was probably when she recognizes that she's in love with Josh, and the uh, fountain in the background just lights up. Like I like the scene. I like the visuals. Like instead of a light bulb, like the fountain lights up as soon as she realizes. 
I'm in love with Josh. Well, it's a good thing that um that she's her stepbrother, not completely blood related. Yeah, we else... don't need to talk about that because my least favorite scene is the fact that she gets with her stepbrother. <laughs> but all right, so what was your least favorite scene? Okay, my least favorite scene. Um, I have this thing that I don't really like people who who are so entitled just because they have their father's credit card and they basically act accordingly at school. My least favorite scene was when she was at school and literally bribing her teachers for for better grades. And just... Um, I see. She's trying to sympathize with some of the te- with all of the teachers just because she got a C. I don't know. I I tried my best to stay out of the F range. <laughs> all right. All right, Xavier. So, who in this movie, Clueless, is your favorite character? Okay. Cluelessly, I have to answer this the right and most appropriate way. Hader. <laughs> okay. Hopefully that's get bad ratings. Okay, my favorite character has to be that um the same guy who like voices John Arbuckle. I Brecken Meyer? Travis, I think it's Travis. I never remember anyone's name. Um it has to be my favorite character because he's he's the one character who's actually you know, um just that clumsy kid who actually doesn't give a care in the world. Well, there's a reason that he has that characteristic. He's the guy who does weed all the time. Oh well, yeah, well, right, but. <laughs> Well, drugs aside, he's still a great, great character. Okay. Fair enough. All right, so who is your least favorite character in this show? Okay, my least favorite character. Uh, I'm going to pull a U with the bullcrap and hate the... and all hate on the um, main character here, because... Share. Share I will not share my RC Cola with you. Stop asking me. Dang it. Oh, you mean character. Yes, um, I mean the character Cher. Um, That's spelled with a C-H, not a S-H. Yeah, I will stay away from my cola. I will do my best. I will try to fight my urges. It's delicious. Um, okay. It's a little stale, though. Um, she's a rich girl, which I guess on its own isn't really that bad because it's that's just being stereotypical but the real stereotype is when you're is when you're basically born you don't work for any money your parents just like here take a fifty dollar bill now go to the mall and get on my skin those kind those kind of parents kind of are kind of terrible parents alright alright I, mean, I, well- I hate I hate Cher in general because, like, she's old enough to to know how the world works, and I don't know. She she's like, ugh, 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 gross, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 
Okay, so you sure you like this movie? I like the movie, yeah. It's a good movie, except the parts that I don't like the movie. Alright. Um, well, let's get my beautiful daughter in here. Alright, Raina. So, who was your favorite character in this movie? My favorite character was probably either Ty or Travis or Josh. I can't pick one. Ty, Travis, or Josh. That's a a big list. Yep. Can we narrow it down to one of them? Um, Ant-Man, John Arbuckle. Ant-Man, Josh. Ant-Man, Josh. Yes. Why is is Josh your favorite? Because he's really nice. And he doesn't do weed. (laughs) (laughs) Bold bold choice. Yep. Doesn't do weed. He's very nice. That's your favorite. Yep. Alright. So who is your least favorite character? My least favorite character... Was it Travis because he does weed? No. (laughs) Who is that one girl that... Cher really didn't like at school. She had the really weird hair with the, like, bonnet. Uh, was it Amber, maybe? Yes. She was my least favorite. She was your least favorite? She's a butthead? Yeah. Okay. Alright. Well, the next portion of the show, we are going to talk about some IMDb trivia that I read that I found interesting. Okay. Okay, so, alright, so the first thing I found interesting is this movie is actually based on a Jane Austen novel called Emma. Uh, Amy Heckerling was asked by Paramount to write a film for teenagers, and she instantly remembered the novel she read as a teenager. Plots, characters, and themes and values are all based on that novel. Uh, the other thing I found interesting is that Alicia, Alicia Silverstone, who played Cher, mm-hmm. actually did not know how to correctly pronounce Haitians in the classroom scene. <laughs> Director Amy Heckerling told the crew not to correct her because she liked it so much and wanted it to be in the film. How did she pronounce it? Haitians, or I don't really remember, but I found that interesting that <laughs> they actually just kept in. She couldn't, she couldn't say it properly. I think she said Haitians. I think I remember her saying Haitians. All right. So, well, now comes to the portion of the show where you tell me what report card grade would you give this movie. So, Raina, what is your grade? My grade is a B. A B. Just a B. You're going to give this a B? Yeah. So, this is your least favorite movie of the ones we've watched so far, huh? Not really. Just because I give it a low grade doesn't mean it's it's the worst out of all of them. Well, compared to the other grades you gave, this is your lowest grade, I believe. Yeah, but it, it's not my least favorite. Well, what, we watched Bedazzled... Mm, Bedazzled probably, and Drop Dead Fred. 
I probably liked it a little bit. I probably liked it even with Bedazzled. Even? But that doesn't necessarily mean that the grades have to mean that it's the, my, my favorite or not. It's just the content. But I, I liked it. I okay. liked it a lot. All right. Well, let's ask your brother. Okay. Okay, Xavier, what letter grade would you give Clueless? Oh, boy. I'm half tempted to give it a C, just as a joke, but... um, hmm. I'm going to give it a C+. C+. Yeah. All right. Uh, Personally, I would give this movie... C plus. It's an entertaining movie. It's not the. It's not a masterpiece by no means, but it was enjoyable, funny. Yeah, entertaining movie. It's not as good as the other two. I'll admit. Um, it's probably it's not, not your style, huh? It's not really in in the whole. Um, it's not. It's not trying to be the right type of humorous that. The, is that the other two movies have, and the other two movies have the kind of humor that I really like. <laughs> this this movie is really interesting with the story, and it's supposed to be a story of um story development, which is pretty cool. Um, just like you know the Bill Murray movies, ones where Bill Murray is the main character. Basically, he's a jerk in the, in the beginning, but in the in um in the end, it doesn't even matter. Yes, a timeless plot. Yes, someone crappy kind of becomes better. Yeah. Yep. And then he becomes the angel that everybody loves, or the angel that everyone thinks is creepy. All right. So we have a new segment. Where we're going to see how much um, people agree with you or disagree. So, here's the critics' consensus from Rotten Tomatoes on Clueless. The audience score is a 76%. The tomato meter is 80%. So, it is certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. And... Here's a couple of the top reviews, critic reviews for Clueless. Uh, first one from Gene Siskel. He gave it a 3 out of 4 and said, I was surprised at how much I enjoyed Clueless. Uh, another inter- uh, reviewer, Owen Gleiberman from Entertainment Weekly said there's such a gaping discontinuity between her physical beauty and her vacant gum snapping personality that she's like a walking advertisement for everything that's right and wrong for America and he gave the rating a C plus so that's what people thought of Clueless Uh, one's a positive and the other one's more negative review of it for the next episode of Juvenile Jurisdiction of Judgment, we are going to be watching the classic Home Alone 
for the next episode. You can watch along on HBO Max. All right. Well, that is all we have left of the review of Clueless. Zaire, what do you want to tell everybody? Goodbye, everybody. I'll remember you all in therapy. That's good. All right, Rena, tell everybody goodbye for me. Goodbye for me. (laughs) Goodbye for me. All right, well, that's the end of our show. So long, farewell, auf Wiedersehen, and goodbye. Hey everyone, I'm Steven from many different podcasts like Drunk Like Me, Pro Wrestling Apologist, The Rage and Blaze Show, and of course, That Got Dark. So, please like and subscribe 